So, joined on the podcast by May Mack. Uh, May, we know you've been around St. James for ages. You've been on, you do Younger Youth Sunday mornings, you've run PCC, all sorts of stuff. But a couple of weeks ago, you were really excited about a trip you've just come back from. So, tell us about where you've been. I have just returned, well, about three, four weeks ago, from a trip to Rwanda, Kenya and Uganda. Which, after the last couple of years, any overseas trip's exciting. But... Tell us about why you went on the trip. What's it for? Uh, so the I work for an international development organisation called Five Talents and we were having a trip to Kenya and Uganda. I decided to add on Rwanda just for a little bit of a jolly because I used to live there, so to go and visit friends. Great. So you mentioned Five Talents. Give us a bit of background. Tell us about Five Talents. You work for them. Uh, we may not have heard, heard of them before. Tell us a bit about Five Talents. Uh, Five Talents is a very small organisation, but with big ambitions and um, with big impacts, I would say. Uh, There's eight of us in the UK working with uh, international partners, so working with organisations across Central and Eastern Africa. And our goal or our mission is to is it transform lives? Let me start again. <laughs> the mission is to transform lives through economic empowerment. So what that means exactly is working with communities who are socioeconomically disadvantaged and enabling them to develop uh, the skills and the tools so that they can provide for their families. Um, and this is all done through uh, the idea of savings groups or microfinance, as most people know it as. And is it a Christian organisation? It is indeed. So it started, um, it was at the birth child of a, at the Lambeth Conference in 1998, I believe. Um, so yes, it's a Christian organisation. We work through the Anglican Church within countries that we work in. Okay. And the five talents is a reference to... The parable of the five, five talents. talents. Um, we used to joke that it was the five talents of the team, but unfortunately <laughs> now that we have eight, eight. people... Yeah. <laughs> Well, you could just have five talents and three rather untalented stars. <laughs> so uh, you've come back from this trip and you were seeing what the five talents were doing on the ground. Tell us some stories about what you saw and what got you fired up when you were there. Oh, goodness, where to begin? Um, so I've always had a heart for uh, international development and education particularly. Um, the work of five talents really appealed to me when I applied for the job, but going on this trip, just solidified things I think when I was younger I used to always pray Lord break my heart for what breaks yours and the theme of this trip was just God showing me I will show you this but I will also show you what healing and restoration looks like mm. and so I think one of the stories that really stick out was the actual first group of um, uh, community that we visited really far out it was that three-hour drive from the um, main city area and so that we you know we come across dirt tracks and end up in this field and we get up the our vehicles and um we're told here we're going to be meeting here just looked around and it was just plain dry barren fields um and then we were ushered through some bushes and we came across this settlement where there was some huts and it was the very stereotypical huts that you think of if you were visiting, unfortunately, an African village. 
and um, so wooden huts with thatched roofs. And we were greeted with these big smiles um, and we were ushered into the, one of the small huts and we were told this is where the savings group meet and savings group members came in and to our surprise they were all very young adults so in their 20s to probably early 30s and um, they showed us what they did how they saved their money together how it was done as a community um, how they had community leaders that were involved in chairing the meeting in the treasuring uh, there was a treasurer there was a secretary noting it all down so it was all done really transparently and what amazed me was that it was community-led so it wasn't a trainer that was uh, leading the proceedings it was actually members themselves that were running this group um, and yeah and after after the proceedings they decided they told us sorry their stories um, and one of the questions we asked them was what would you be doing if you weren't in the savings group and one of them stood up and said we likely wouldn't have been here to tell you this story and the room kind of fell silent and they said well in this community people are tend to be cattle raiders which means that they go out and steal because they're pastoral it's a pastoralist community so livestock cows goats that's their life basically that's how they survive that's where their wealth is um, and cattle raiding is a huge issue but and it's also armed cattle raiding so they would say our husbands would be out in the fields they would likely either be raiding cattle or they would be protecting our cattle um, and unfortunately many would have been killed as a result Others of us, because we're young, we would have gone to the city to look for jobs, which means we would have left this area. Um, and those left behind probably wouldn't have been able to survive because at the moment, drought um, and other insecurity issues meant that we wouldn't be here. But this group, this savings group, we're a community. There's hope in here. We've learnt other ways. We've learnt new skills. We've learnt to develop a new way of living so tell, tell us you've mentioned the savings group several times tell us how that how it works mm -hmm. well what what happens in a savings group okay so it initially starts through um usually because we work through the church so um a member of clergy may talk about the idea of saving and the resources that people have to be able to do that so a group of the community will come together and they will form a savings group. Each week or month, as they decide, they put aside a few shillings. Um, nope, in Uganda, yes, Ugandan shillings. <laughs> um, and it may be, for this group, they were putting aside 10, 20p a week. But to them, that's a huge amount. Um, and then after about six months, after saving for six months they can begin loaning to each other using that pot of savings that they have and all of those loan conditions are um, decided by them so how much their um, the interest rate is or how long they can take to return the loan and this is important because obviously in a village they don't have banks 
Um, they don't have access to finance in this way. And if they do, it's a loan shark that will charge you 30, 40% interest and take away your assets if you are unable to pay. Whereas because they're in a community, in a group, they're relying on their, their own savings to form this loan pot. And so they have to have trust in each other. Mm. Um, and do they learn sort of basic business skills as well at that? Exactly, yes. Um, so we have uh, community volunteer facilitators who are trained um, to, to deliver that type of financial literacy, understanding how to steward your finances, um, and then also business skills so that they can use those loans to start a small business. So with this group, we had um, some of those young people who had started a hairdressing business. I was going to ask you about the kind of things they do. <laughs> yeah, they were really interesting and really diverse. So like I said, the hairdressing business, there was somebody who was a motorcycle taxi driver or bodder bodder driver, as they call them. Um, somebody else had developed so much so from a driver to owning their own bike and then renting it out to other drivers. Um, there was tailoring, there were people trading in fabrics, there were people who were going to the um, local city or uh, village market buying things in to bring back to the settlement to sell as well so that they could have access to you know just the basics like sugar mm. and rice grains mm. uh, it's a really interesting concept it's something i i Sharon and i saw many years ago in um in Kenya, a similar kind of microfinancing that was really helping in some of the, the slums mm. in, in Nairobi, helping not just individuals, but communities to sort of lift out. Tell us about Moses, the guy you met called oh, Moses. Yes, so um, as well as the savings group programme, usually uh, the programme starts with a literacy element. So uh, it's just basic literacy and numeracy training. And Moses is a a man probably in his 70s, maybe a little older. He doesn't actually know how old he is. Unfortunately, many people don't have a birth certificate or um, they relate their age usually to a season, maybe yeah. of uh, you know the, the time where there was a, a, a large drought or something like that, a prolonged drought, sorry. Um, so yeah, he was an older gentleman and he, it was quite a shocking tale of him being a cattle raider. So he told us that he used to um, go out into the field to steal cattle um, and he had killed and he had encouraged other people to raid with him. And then he was approached by one of the community leaders to join the savings group or to join a literacy group first to learn new skills. And um, he did, reluctantly. He became literate. And when I visited, he was the person who stood up and he was reading the Bible to us and um, for the literacy lesson, which was just breathtaking to see that after a year of learning, he was able to stand confidently and read. Mm. And then he shared, I no longer uh, raid cattle. Now I bring people to the savings group. Now all those people that would follow me before follow Jesus because I bring them to church too. And I think that's the beauty of it is that it's not just the idea of skills development in business skills because it's done through the church and all the training is um, Bible-based. So usually we use Bible studies. Um, there is an element of him being exposed to the word and 
um, knowing who Jesus is. And it was just beautiful to hear him say, now I'm saved and others are being saved too because of this program. Wonderful. And you're, and you're very clear that poverty is not just a matter of lack of money. Mm. There's, it's a, a multi-dimensional problem. Talk, talk us through that and how the Five Talents is addressing that kind of interconnected approach. Yes. You've kind of given us the hint. But. <laughs> so, um, you know, poverty isn't just financial. And like I said, our mission is for um, social change too. So a social transformation. And we often see that these communities are living on the margins. So, you know, unfortunately, they are unable to send their children to school. They can't access medical care. Um, they are finding it's hard to find employment um, because of lack of education. And so all of these, all of the uh, programme elements that we look into are things like education of literacy and numeracy um, and then the financial literacy and the business skills so that they can um, access new information through literacy. Uh, we have people telling us now I can go to the doctor and I can bring the right medical card because I can read the name on there. I can take my child to the doctor. But it's not just that. I can pay for them to have medical care. Mm. Um, I can pay for them to have health insurance. Um, I can, my child can go to school. I've learnt the value of education because I myself am now educated. My girl will go to school. I won't marry her off even though she is still a girl. And that's something that's very common within these communities is child marriage. Um, so just even through these groups, they act almost as a support network, a fellowship, where they can learn these ideas that education matters and people are valued and everybody has a role. That, I guess, goes back to the five talents, that everybody yeah. has the talents to, to share and to offer. Great. May, thank you very much indeed. If we want to find out more about five talents, where do we go? Ah, um, five talents dot org dot uk. Is that F I V E or the number five? That is F I V E and talents with an S at the end dot org dot uk. Brilliant. And if there's one snapshot from your trip that you're just have, having in your head the whole time as you remember it, what, what's the one image you've got or the one story? Oh, I think it's the phrase there's restoration and there's healing. And I think that is that's. The hope is that there is restoration and healing. When you ask God to break your heart, that's what there is also. May, thank you very much indeed. Look forward to seeing you on Sunday. Thank you.